This episode is presented by Wild CBD. Wild produces the best tasting edibles on the market using real fruit and all natural flavoring. With flavors inspired by the Pacific Northwest, high quality ingredients, real fruit, and consistent dosing. Wild has become one of the leading cannabis edible producers in the country. Wild's new CBD line currently offers real fruit infused gummies in blackberry, huckleberry, lemon, and raspberry, and CBD infused sparkling water in raspberry, lemon, blackberry, and blood orange. Each gummy is dosed with 25 milligrams of CBD and can be purchased in a bottle of 10 or 20. Wild CBD is offering our listeners 30% off their next purchase from wildcbd.com using the code POD. That's P-O-D for 30% off your next purchase. Wild CBD products are intended for only use by individuals aged 18 and older. Wild CBD products should only be consumed as directed on the label and should not be used if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. All wild CBD products are made with ingredients containing zero THC. Consult with the health professional prior to using wild CBD in combination with any medications or any dietary supplements. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 112, which is uh, very fitting since I'm here in Atlanta, and about peaches take, and cream. About to take this shit back. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, episode 112. I'm Chris Rucker, along with my co-host Marty Vasquez. Marty, before we get into everything, tell everybody where they can find their favorite <clears throat> podcast. Well, you should already know this, but if you don't, and if you want to share it, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Full Press. Uh, you can find us on the Full Press app. Download that. Um, you can also find us on Boot to the Face underscore on Instagram and Boot to the Face on Twitter. Uh, Whatamaneuver.net. You can get your nice, awesome uh, Boot to the Face gear, which has been seen around the world of Magical Kingdom. That is Disney World. Uh, we have made it to Florida, Orlando. We didn't make it, but our shirts made it this year. So, hey, at least somebody made it to Disney World. This uh, is the way. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, yeah, that's uh, where you can find us. Like us, repli- uh, re- um, share us, review us, give us your thoughts, and keep them coming. Uh, have you watched The Mandalorian yet? Hell yeah, I watched The Mandalorian. You think I didn't? My, you called uh, episode two. My assistant manager was actually in episode one. Oh, really? Yeah, he's uh he's got a pretty prominent part. He's in a couple of di- few different spots. Um, what part was he? So he's uh he's under makeup a lot. Um, in the bar, when when Elephant is like, oh, they want to help me, and he's he's like got all this like face gear on, like uh makeup on, like almost like uh Jeepers Creepers kind of guy. Yeah. And then uh, he's got when they go to shoot him, shoot the. Uh, the dragon um he's one of the guys 
um, shooting him, but he's got when they're in the bar and he's trying to talk to them. He uh, he's one of the guys that does talk. Um, that's cool. For that part, so I was like, oh shit, that's cool. He was talking about it yesterday. Actually, I guess they were in the bar the whole time while they were waiting for shooting and stuff. And like Timothy Oliphant and the Viper, who's the Armando, um, was just chilling, sitting there talking to them the whole time until it was their parts to, to record. And I'm like, that's pretty. That, that's awesome. Cause I love. I love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I feel like he'd be good to hang out and have a drink right? with. Exactly. Except you know, as long as not like full blow like girl next door, Timothy Oliphant. You know, I'm cool. As, he's cool as hell. Yeah, he's um, cool. But uh, even the, I even feel like guy, he's been the same age for 20 years though. Right. Like exactly. he's always been that older. Like han like not handsome but like goofily handsome dude. Right. He's got that goofy ass walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like you know, he's like that blend of Josh Dumal and Walt Goggins. You know yeah, what I mean? Yep. And uh yeah, same char- he looks like the same character, everything's fucking it. Justified, crazies, um uh, what's it called? Um Justified was so good. Uh he was in that, that I am four movie. Had you ever watched that? No. Oh, but if we dude, don't mention so Santa Clarita Diet, then Irish Whip's going to, like, put a hit out on us. Well, you know what? I really don't give a shit because I've never watched that damn show. Because I, I haven't either, but I know Drew Josh Barrymore was not is, happy. Is, it, that show got canceled, right? Yeah, and okay. Josh was not happy. He went on, like, a tirade, <laughs> you know, like, tweeting He had a Netflix fucking petition and, to bring that shit back. <laughs> yeah. He ain't the only one, though. Like, I've heard, I've heard a few people real upset that that shit got canceled. Well, here's the problem. It's Netflix. The Netflix does four to five seasons. If you hit the four, lucky three. If you hit lucky three, you should know your countdown ticker should already be going. Um, you may get four, you may not. That's just how it goes with with Netflix. Yeah, but the Mandalorian man, like, it's starting to get repetitive, which I'm not liking. Like he's looking for another Mandalorian, and every turn. There's something else like you got. Well, it's like a video game. Like you got to accomplish this task, thank and you, you. got to accomplish this task. I and, would and not, then when I had the same thought yesterday. I'm like, he's yeah. fucking on this mission, and he's got every side mission, like every episode of side right. mission. And I'm like, that, that's all they're fucking doing is that he's got. He's never going to get there. Side mission, like just fucking. You already glimpsed us with Boba. Just give us fucking Boba already. Yeah, he's never going to get there. Like every time you turn around, it's like, oh yeah, uh, I fixed your ship. But you got to take this crazy looking dinosaur bitch with you back to her home planet. And she's got these eggs. Can we talk about how Baby Yoda is a little punk ass little bitch? Fucking punk <laughs> ass. Eating, eating the eggs. <laughs> what about the end? He's just fucking like. Just a... Oh, yeah. End the episode. Like what? Oh, man. Sneaky little bastard. The spiders part. I had to, I had to fast oh. forward through that shit. I couldn't do it. I'd have been like, take me now, Jesus! Like, my, my, the whole time, I'm like, you got a fucking flamethrower. You have a flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, he kept bullshitting too. Like, what is that about? Uh, but uh, yeah. So, Mandalorian was pretty good. Uh, what else did I watch this week? There was something else. Oh, I finished the boys. Oh, about I saw that. I thought you were you finished already, and I saw your post. I'm like, oh damn, all right, because I finished that last week. Uh, so, but let me tell you what I did. I fell asleep. Halfway through episode, like, are there eight episodes or ten this this season? Eight. All right, so halfway through episode six, like three quarters of the way, I fell asleep. And Hulu kept playing until it went off, or Amazon Prime, whichever one it's on. It kept playing until it went off. And so Same when I episode? picked it up the next time, no, when I picked it up the next time, I just pushed resume. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, I don't remember none of this shit. And before I knew it, the season finale is over. I'm like, wait a minute. So I start rewinding it. I missed a whole episode now. <laughs> so I have to go back and watch it because I'm a dumbass. But nice. 
Yeah, and then uh, I've had a whole lot of like shit going on. I was telling you I was real busy yesterday. This morning before we started doing the podcast, I replaced my sink faucets, which whoever put them in was a complete fucking idiot. I guess they put them in when this house was built, and they thought, nobody's ever going to want to replace this faucet, so let me make this shit as difficult as fucking possible to do. And it was. It took me two fucking days to replace a faucet on a goddamn sink. I've, uh, I've been to a, I've been to a house to do an install. Can you see these? Yeah, I can see them. This is me underneath the sink. Like, I'm busted open hard. The hard way. Oh, like, I got man. color. I came from under the sink, and my wife is like, uh, your head's bleeding. Calm like, down, yeah, Sammy figured, G. Calm yeah, down, Sammy. Figured. Uh, but, I've had uh, a fuck, motherfuckers, like, they don't caulk it down. They fucking super glued. The fucking thing create like like epoxy glued. I'm like, are you f- how stupid? You gotta be a special kind of stupid, yeah, to do that kind of shit. Just I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with people. So the joys of home ownership. I was talking to my boy Jason Brown about that yesterday, which is Jason why I Brown, Jason in Tampa, which is why I didn't catch Full Gear live, which we'll talk about later. Was uh me and him went out, had a couple drinks, getting caught up and. He was talking about homeowning and shit like that. And I'm like, man, I love it. But at the same time, like all the responsibility is on you. All the financials is on you. Like everything is on you. But uh, what else you had going on this week, Marty, before we take our first break? Uh, man, just getting stuff done. Today's a month away from the baby being here. Uh, we had a little mini baby shower this week. Uh Thursday, my parents came out and went met up at my grandparents' house. Had a little mini baby shower slash 80th birthday for my grandpa, uh, which has been pretty tough the last couple of years. So the fact that we were able to celebrate 80 yesterday or this week was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, man, that's that's basically what the week's been. Uh, work's been freaking busy and crazy, getting ready for the Black for Black Friday and holidays and. Um, yeah, just just getting the, everything together for the room. Built the stroller, all that crack, all that stuff. Put it against stuff put away. Um, but yeah, man. Other than that, it's just yeah. It's been it's been a been a crazy week. Uh, today's gonna be a long day. Got up early, like I said, to watch uh, the end of Full Gear, and then gotta go to work, and then I got a a toast tonight, a virtual toast, uh, because we can't get together with people. And that's that's why we had the mini thing. We waited so late because we were trying to wait for something to open. And every time things started to look like they were going to open here, fuck governor's like, yep, that's not going to happen. Shut that bitch down real quick. Like, Calm down, Negan. Calm down. Um, but then we, uh, so this last year, <clears throat> I, I did a million dollars in sales, which is not an easy feat to do. Um, so today we're having like a virtual, they sent out like these etched, wine glasses and wine bottles and everything that for a million dollars and so we're gonna have a virtual um toast today with all those in the in the corporate head guys um after work so kind of got that forward looking forward today but other than that it's been a pretty damn good week a million dollars in sales shit and and multiple people have a million dollars in sales yeah yeah the hell with a virtual toast in the glass motherfucker rent a private island let's all go out there and- <laughs> right <laughs> shit let's do, do like the kardashians did we all sold a million dollars worth of mattresses and you give us a glass <laughs> well no, we get man. we got we got some other stuff coming but that was just yeah. so we could do that because we couldn't like get well here's the thing it's also nationwide so yeah it's not like it's everyone's here in california they're across the country in you know 48 right. states 
So some of them motherfuckers cool. are in, in Hawaii on an island, um, which can't go nowhere. So. I, I mean, where would you want to go if you were in Hawaii? <laughs> like, that is true. That is true. If there's a if there's a place to be quarantined, I want to be quarantined. I don't know, Hawaii. man. It's I, I we I talk to some of the guys that are quarantined that that work down there, and they're like, it's it's not obviously it's the island, but like everything is closed off. Like shit ain't yeah. coming in, shit ain't going out. So it's basically like fend for yourself until something arrives. Um, I'm looking at your shelf behind you. I see the Rock Ultimate Edition, and I told you last week how mine arrived Dude. messed up. So I contacted Mattel, and Mattel, you know, we went back and forth, and this, listen to this. They were like, we're going to send you a replacement figure, but it may not be the one that you ordered. And I'm like, wait, what? What the hell is it going to be? And so they're like, yeah, or we could just give you a refund. And at first, I was like, all right, give me a refund. I was like, no, you know what? If they're sending me a replacement figure, it's probably something that I want, right? Like, what are the odds of them sending me fucking Otis or something like that? Charlotte. (laughs) You're not the first person to say that. And I would have laughed had it been Charlotte. So I come home Friday. I have two boxes from Mattel. Oh, because you ordered another one last week or two weeks ago. No, I canceled that after I talked to them. I canceled it, right? So I have two boxes from Mattel, like not from Amazon, from Mattel, return address and everything. Open the first one, Kofi Kingston Elite 78. I'm like, cool. I wanted this one, but I, I didn't want to buy it. And I want the rest of the New Day for that pack, mm-hmm. too. So now I can I can buy Big E and Xavier. Which Open those figures are pretty fucking sick. I love it. Open the next one, Marty. Kofi Kingston Elite 78. They, they sent two of the <laughs> exact same fucking figure to replace my Rock <coughs> Ultimate Edition. That's so hilarious. now I have two of those. Um, you can see behind me right here, I have an empty slot. Where my uh-huh. belts go, I sold my Intercontinental title for profit because I bought it so cheap when I bought it, and I'm like leaning towards buying a WCW World Title that Ron Simmons won for a good price from one of the uh, people in the doing the favor community who's selling it. I'm I'm, nice. I'm going back and forth with that, and then just to show you that only bad things happen to me, Marty. It doesn't because I have a, I have a shitty moment on a on a figure too. So I'll go ahead. <laughs> it ain't just you. So so last night I'm leaving from having a drink with my boy Jason Brown, and I'm on the phone with a buddy like catching up. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna grab a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Like I've been craving one of these motherfuckers for weeks. Like I've been eating decently, been working out. I'm gonna grab me a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and I say on the phone. Wouldn't it be funny if they're all sold out? Like I've I've driven out of my way to get to it. I get there, and this motherfucker Tamika, me and Tamika got heat now, Marty. I pull up. She's like, "Hey, I'm Tamika." How I don't even I know what Tamika is, but fuck it, let's bring it, Tamika. We got heat. Tamika's up a, in this Tamika's bitch. Tamika's a bitch. Tamika's started off polite. She's like, "Hey, how may I help you? Welcome to Popeyes." I'm like, "Hi, Tamika. Do you mind if I get a spicy chicken sandwich? Just one, and that'll be it. We don't have any spicy chicken." Right? That's how she said it. So my next question, okay, well, can I get a regular chicken sandwich? We ain't got regular <laughs> chicken either. We're out of chicken sandwiches. How the fuck are you out of chicken sandwiches? Like, you sell chicken. Like, that's what you do. You Do you have regular chicken? Yes. Cut that bitch up do, and put it on a piece of bread. Do you have bread? Yes. <laughs> Fucking make me a chicken sandwich. Tamika, Tamika was not here for that shit. It was like 11 o'clock and they closed at midnight and she, you could tell she was ready to go home. So I drove off and I'm coming down the highway and I see an exit and it says Popeye's on it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting off. Fuck this. Like, I'm committed now. 
It says turn left 1.4 miles. See the Popeyes? I turned left, drove like four miles. Never fucking saw it. There was no Popeyes there, Marty. It was just on the sign, and the shit wasn't there. So I never got a Popeyes chicken sandwich. I came home and ate fucking Raisin Bran Crunch last night and went to bed very dejected and upset. But what happened with your Ultimate Edition? So remember how I ordered the double pack, right? The Becky Lynch Ultimate and the Cena Ultimate. So I finally opened them up, and I'm getting in and set up. I'm like, all right, cool. It looks good. And then I'm like sitting there looking a little closer. I'm like, what the hell is that on 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 the... on the on the plastic, I'm like it looks like there's something like a marker on it. Looking at nope, not on the. I'm looking at nope. It's through it. It's through the plastic. It's not a marker. It's a scuff mark, and it's right on the fucking tip of his nose. And it's the Johnson. It's the one head that I wanted to use more than the others, because there's three heads. There's one's like like a he's got like a fucking long jaw on one. He's like open mouth in the other. And then it's the, the the typical smiling John Cena. You know what I mean? Which looks the best. There's that one figure, the one head I want to use that has a fucking little black down the nose, like just fucking some fucking scratch the tip of it off. Like these motherfuckers. One, I wait six months for this shit, and that's the shit I get. All right, Entertainment yeah. Earth, we about to talk because all the shit I've spent money on at your place. That ain't Entertainment Earth though. That's Mattel. I know. It's inside the. I know. I mean, Entertainment Earth sent you that motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, I've spent so much money. Here's the thing, though. Entertainment Earth, you could pay collector fee. You can play collector, you know what I mean? And which is a couple more dollars. So they're going to make sure the shit they send you is correct. The amount of money I've spent on those motherfuckers from Batman shit, Power Ranger shit, Ninja Turtles, everything, wrestlers. Like, you going to go send me the one with the fucked up nose? Like, come on. Come on, bro. So I'm trying to get that fixed. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we got some news breaking. Before we talk about Full Gear, we got to talk some Wrestle Kingdom, Marty. We're going to take, we're gonna do that shit early this week, because we normally wait till the end of the show. That way, Robert Custis ain't got to fucking sit at the edge of his seat, because he's probably the only person that listens to like the Wrestle Kingdom talk. <laughs> right. So when we come back, we'll talk some New Japan here on Boot to the Face, Peaches and Cream episode. Stay tuned. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 112, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. Wrestle Kingdom is right around the corner, Marty, for New Japan. We had the G1 Climax Tournament winner a couple weeks ago. We talked about it. And then I get on social media and I see all hell breaking loose. I didn't watch it, but I I look and all right, you watch New Japan, right? I don't. Like, I don't watch it all the time. I watch some of the biggest shit. So sometimes I'll see stuff on, like, Twitter or Facebook, and I'll be like, oh, that's old. No, that's fucking new, and it just happened. So when I saw your boy, the leader of the Bullet Club, standing there with the G1 briefcase, I'm like, is this from last year? Like, what the fuck is going on? So what happened? Well, a power struggle yesterday morning. Um, at least this year morning here in the States, or in California at least. Um, your boy, the Switchblade, Jay White, fought Kota Ibushi for the G1 Climax briefcase for the spot of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, they said, you know what? WWE took the briefcase off Otis. Let's take that briefcase off Kota. Uh, they said, you know what? We fucked Kota over last year. We ain't even going to get him out of a chance this year. 
and they fucking took the briefcase on him after some fucking some some typical bullet club fashion took the briefcase and gave it to Jay White who will now be headlining Wrestle Kingdom against Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. Let me ask. If you can just challenge somebody for the briefcase, what's the point of the G1? Here's a, oh, it, that's saying no different than than what, you know, with the briefcase for the money in the bank. Same thing. Right. But this ain't WWE, you know, this is sacred. Well, here's the thing. Like- this is the 17th time that the briefcase, though out of 30 out of 30 climaxes, um, the briefcase has been challenged 17 times. This is the first time the briefcase has ever been relinquished. Mm. Hmm. Let that sit in for a second. Kota Ibushi, the baby face of New Japan. First one to lose the briefcase. Damn, that motherfucker's going to turn heel. He's going to lose his shit. Man. He's going like, <laughs> to... Where, he's where he's going, I have no idea. He's going to lose his Golden shit. Golden Lover's <laughs> about to get back together. He's about to go motherfucking heel up in that bitch. Or is, oh, maybe he's going to AEW. He's got a new contract, though, right? Didn't he just sign, resign I recently? I don't know if he did. Because but... wasn't, he, wasn't he eligible to come to <laughs> AEW and then he resigned? with You know what? Japan? That is true. I think he did just sign a contract last year. Because I remember, I think we were talking about that. Of if he's going to stay in New Japan, and then he signed a new contract. So yeah, I remember that. Uh, so you there, think? You there, think? Do you think Jay White's actually going to main event Wrestle Kingdom? Or I you do. Think something will happen in between now and then. No, no, he will be there. Um, here's the interesting thing. I don't know. I don't remember the last time there was a triple threat match, and I don't. They don't really do that very often. Uh, I wonder if if, if Kota works his way into a triple threat match for the title. Um, but here's what I think is going to happen, because we have another challenge that went down at Powder Struggle, and I don't know if you saw this one, because a second match has been made and issued for Wrestle Kingdom. We have Will Ospreay. Man, you just make, you, all you motherfuckers are just getting all up in the news today. Will Ospreay turned his back on his chaos partner, Kojisuke Okada. Told him he was hanging him back. He was holding him down. Only reason why he hooked up with Chaos and with with Okada was to get the name, get the clout, and get a, a following. And he got it, so he doesn't need him no more. So they are fighting each other at Wrestle Kingdom. Osprey versus Okada. Oh wow! That's so classic, the- classic Chris Rucker boot to the face move here. <laughs> About a year ago. You remember me shitting all over Will Ospreay? Yes, yes. And now I'm like a big Osprey fan. I don't know if I've told you this. Oh, or not I'm lately. pretty sure we all know this, considering you've only mentioned his time, his name every time we talk. You know, New Japan. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck is an Osprey in the main event of G1 Climax instead of names hey. that are always there? Why the fuck well, is it Jay White all up in this shit? Well, well I mean, Osprey versus Okada is like that's like wrestling Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Like that's a that's a prominent match that he's in, and he's probably gonna win. Uh, I don't know. He's put on all that extra body weight. Like him and Cody, they got the same Here's dietitian. The thing. If things go the way they go, nutritionist. My best. If things go the way they go, the Olympics are still in in, in Japan next year. Uh, Okada is the torchbearer for Japan, the final torchbearer. 
I still see him wearing that title to do that. So or I don't know if he beats can... if Osprey if he beats Osprey and then challenges Jay White the next night and Jay White loses the title after one night. Or what if they were like, we're going to have the world champion go out and do the torch bear. You can't do it. And then he comes and like knocks the shit out of them right before they get to the right before they get to the podium where they light it. And that's how they light the fire is Okada beating the shit out of Jay White or Naito, whoever's got the torch. <laughs> it fucking be- lights the torch for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. The rest, rest of the world's like, what the fuck's going on right now? What's happening? <laughs> Japan is losing their shit. The entire fucking country is going crazy. They're like, we don't even fucking care about the games. We don't care about the medals. We just fucking got, we got Okada going for the championship. That's all that matters. Yeah. Fucking leaders of other countries that don't watch wrestling are like, should we be worried? Like, are we scrambling their fucking militaries and shit to get together? Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. cool. That's that's good news though. I'm I'm way more interested in Wrestle Kingdom now than I was ten minutes ago from you telling me about those two matches. I like Jay White. I think I think Jay White is grotesquely underappreciated in New Japan. Um the dude can go. I don't know about that beard he's still got going on, but beard, man, that's like or goatee face, or face full of pubes on his head. Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Um, speaking of contracts, we talked about Abushi's contract a second ago, and that leads me to thinking about Brock and Sting. We didn't talk about Sting last week. I missed that in the notes. All Sting's merch was like Brock's merch and pulled off of WWEshop.com. Apparently, Brock's trademarks have lapsed in WWE. I was expecting Sting to show up at full gear. I figured that's why WWE fucking pulled all his shit the way they did was because they knew he was going to show up in AEW. That didn't happen, but the Stinger no longer affiliated with WWE, and apparently Brock trademark is lapsed now. So what does this mean exactly? You think Brock or Stinger had a shot at showing up anywhere else besides WWE? Um, I think the Stinger does. I think I think eventually we see him somewhere else. Um, I think I think they let things kind of go away, and then you forget about where him showing up, and then all of a sudden he shows up. Um, <clears throat> Brock though, I don't think Brock shows up anywhere else wrestling wise. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I just don't, I don't, I don't think that I think any, I don't, I, I believe that other places would pay him to be there. Cause Brock Lesnar. Uh, I just don't, I like, look at impact. There's absolutely zero reason for Brock to go to impact. They don't have enough money for Brock. They don't have enough money for him, but they have nobody there for him to go there either. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you got you got to respect Brock for the fact that you know he knows what he's doing. He's going. He goes to WWE because he knows the talent is top tier. He knows that you know he's gonna get paid what he wants. He's gonna get all this other shit handed to him. You know why is he gonna go put himself at risk for injury at this age with less money and for less payout? Like there's nobody watching. There's not. People aren't going to watch Brock and Impact like they watch Brock at WWE. Um, I don't see him going to AEW. They can obviously pay him, but there's just no reason for him to be there. I don't see him like – I don't see Brock like, yeah, I, I'll go. Who's going to bring him over there? Because Brock is kind of like a guy of his own, you know what I mean? And so I just don't see him going there. Um, I think we do eventually see him back in WWE. I think that – It'll be when we least expect it, and I I think that 
I think the WWE is doing a lot, and I think that it's even with Brock. And I'm not gonna lie, I have a feeling that some of this stuff might be to, to throw people off scent of Brock returning. Um, what's gonna get people off scent of Brock returning when there's no Brock affiliation to WWE at all? Um, so uh, it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. I think we do see him within the next eight months, six to eight months. Um, <clears throat> but. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see him anywhere else. Maybe, maybe UFC, but I don't see why he would fight at UFC. But then again, people are leaving. People are retiring. They ain't no one there to keep, beat his ass down. So who knows? Another thing regarding somebody's name last night, everybody was talking about it once I searched it after watching it this morning, was Cody got introduced as the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes instead of just Cody. So here's my question. I swore, like over a year ago, I was listening to Cody on Busted Open, and they were talking about the name change, and he said out of his mouth, like, I can use the Rhodes name if I want to, I'm choosing not to. But that was the only time I've ever heard him say that, so I don't know if I just made that shit up in my head. He didn't, and because I've... I remember that same interview. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Because mm-hmm. listening to Busted Open, like, I listen to him sparingly now. I feel like that and... was even, I think that I feel like that was a year and a half ago. Yeah, like it was, was right. Yeah. And so I've even heard LaGreca on Busted Open like bitching about Cody not being able to use the Rhodes name. And I'm always sitting in my like when I'm listening, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like the guy told you he could and he's choosing not to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, you got to shit on WWE to get over. But anyway, for whatever reason, whether he could or he couldn't, he used it last night. Um, is this a big deal or. <clears throat> I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's interesting, though. Like, why use it now? After all this time, now you're going to start using it? Uh, I think it just goes back to what we were talking about over the last few weeks about Cody making shit confusing. Are you a heel? Are you a face? Are you using your name to be a, heel, a face? Uh, because when it comes down to using the name Cody Rhodes, you're trying to build up, you know, I'm a fucking Rhodes. Like, my dad's Dusty. You know what I mean? So, like, it kind of brings face value. If the, you know, pun intended. Yeah. Um, but like, what do you? What do you? What's the reason for it? I don't see Cody being it. I don't. I don't think Cody's dumb. So I think everything he does is thought out and planned. So him using the Rhodes name last night, I feel there's a reason for that. Um, just don't know what yet. Well, when we come back <clears throat> from this break, we'll get to AEW full gear and give our thoughts. On that episode or that event from pay-per-view last night here on Boot to the Face, the Peaches and Cream episode. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 112. Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker. And last night, we had AEW Full Gear. Uh, A little anecdote I noticed this morning. The name Full Gear, that came from Pac. When he showed up in full gear at a damn press conference and he was going to fight Adam Page and the whole thing was full gear. He went full gear. He's in full gear. You got to lose weight to go full gear. Fucking Pac hasn't been on. Has he been on either of the full gear pay-per-views? Nope. He was on the full gear go home show this week, though. (laughs) That's so weird, though. Like they named the fucking pay-per-view after something he did and he hasn't been on AEW in forever. I mean, it ain't a shot at, like, him or anything. I just, that's funny. That's like naming SmackDown after The Rock saying it and The Rock never being there. <laughs> right. 
Uh, but AEW full gear, Marty, how'd you how'd you enjoy the pay per view? Uh, with the exception of me watching, it was late in the middle of the night. Um, I thought I so I was I, you know I was trying to <clears throat> fall asleep a little bit, but that wasn't because of the show. It was because I was just fucking tired. Um, I thought it was actually a pretty damn good card. Um, yeah, I mean there were some matches. It was like ah, I really don't care for half the match. Um, I felt that the Young Bucks tag match and the deletion match went longer than it should have. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's no reason for the Bucks, the tag match, no matter how how long and how far back this history of this match goes. Uh, it doesn't need to be 30 minutes. Uh, it doesn't need to be the top time on the card. The deletion match felt like that dragged on. Um, but the rest of it I felt was pretty damn good. Um, we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about the five, five important matches. We'll start at the top. Let's uh, do it. Hangman and Omega. Hangman oh, and Omega I thought was really good. Such a great match, man. Like, I was so happy with that. I was, I was not expecting Kenny to win. I was expecting Adam Page to win. I thought he was going to win. And another time they just said, yeah, not yet. Not yet. I'm happy. I don't mind Omega winning. I love it, um, especially because I think that we're gonna we'll get a great match between him and and John Moxley. Um, I'm afraid of what that's gonna mean for Moxley, but yeah, this was a great match to kick off the show, though. I uh, I picked Omega to win. I kind of figured he would just going in the direction they are, but it also kind of sucks storyline wise that. Paige was like looking for a friend and he thought he had that in Omega and then Omega started being a dick to him after he stopped like showing up in bars and shit like that. And then the way Omega acted after they lost the tag titles and then Paige never got his get back. Like, and then he loses. So now he's back to where we were a year ago when I was saying that they're not using him correctly when he had all this fucking momentum going, which started a year ago. And now I feel like it's been killed. Like that's just me though. I could be wrong. But I feel like, I feel like they wasted how hot he was. Like, he would have been perfect to take the title off of Mox. I mean, he still can. Like, there's more room for his character to evolve, I guess. But I felt like where they had him at with the drinking and leaving the elite and the whole nine, like, I thought that was good. But it was still a really good match. Uh, it ended a bit oddly, like prematurely, I figured, but still a good match. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I expected more out of it. I mean, it literally was a one-winged angel, and that was it. And it wasn't even like that. That that didn't even hit that hard. It, like, it didn't look yeah. like it hit right. It looked you know like he I mean? was trying to fight it off. Like yeah. he was about to reverse it, and then he hits it out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and I'm like, really? That, that's okay. Yeah, that's odd. I figure you know, at least give him two. Let, you know, give him that's two. the thing with with AEW, and and I'll talk about it when that tag match happens. Is they kick out of so much shit. When they get hit with just a regular move and they lose it, like it feels like something happened. Like it feels wrong almost. Like who fucked up? The referee fucked up. Was it not supposed to count? Because they kick out of so much shit. So when you hit them with one move and you beat them, it's like, wait a minute. Like, that's it. And then you're like, oh, they're burying Hangman because he only lost to one one winged angel. It's like, no, that's actually his fucking finishing move. That's why it's called a finishing move. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what people forget. Uh, back in the day, only one, and you went down. Like, that's, yeah, all. that's all. There was only, you only needed one rock bottom, maybe a people's elbow. Uh, you got both of them if you're like Steve Austin or Triple H. But uh, if you're anybody else, one stunner, one pedigree, one choke slam, your ass was done. That's it. 
Uh, Sheeta and Nyla. I I I put this on social media. Sheeta brings this like everybody knows how much I love Hikaru Sheeta. Well, you're about to love what I'm about to say. Then she brings this like big fight feel on the pay per views, especially when she's going up against like Nyla or Thunder Rosa or somebody where she's the underdog, mm-hmm. and then she pulls it out. She is so much better of a champion than Riho was. Riho was awful, I think. To- if you totally remember different that. levels. Totally yeah. different levels. Honestly, she should have been the first champion, and she should still have a reign right now. But she just she brings it up a notch when she wrestles pay per view matches and big matches. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. She wears the same outfit. She wears it, but it just looks different. I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly or what, but it just she she's, does it. She's big match John, bro. Like. It is, it is like when she comes out for a pay per view, it's a whole. Because I'm not gonna lie, when I love Sheeta, I think she's fantastic, and I will argue that she's probably. I personally think she's, if not the best, one of the top two female wrestlers in the world. She uh, ain't one. Well, she's the other one you think is not one either. Um, uh, anyways, it doesn't the, uh, matter what you think. But when like on a on a Dynamite episode, I'm not gonna lie, I passed through her matches. Most yeah, it's not the same. Dynamites. But then when it's when it's but when it's on a pay per view, you best believe it's fucking must watch. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I love that. I love the finish. One thing I hope can we? Vicky Guerrero is the Karen of all Karens. Like it's like oh, I'm about to go fight King Koopa. Well, guess what? When you have to go fight the King Karen, it's fucking Vicky Guerrero. Uh, what I want out of this? Can we get Nyla Rose out of the women's championship picture for a while now? Fuck. Yeah, she's, she's done. She's always fucking there. She's done. Like, she, she, oh, there's so much more talent given. No, I'm just not going to go there. Like, it's just. She's been there since day one in the main, in the women's, t- in the main title picture. And it, she doesn't do shit. And then it comes right back and right in there. Calm down. She, she's not, she's not the level of Charlotte yet. She's pushed like Charlotte. Hmm. Um, I skipped the Orange Cassidy and and John Silver match. Oh, can, can we just mention John Silver looks like the goofiest motherfucker I've ever seen. People love him though. I will say this: I like him better than Eddie Kingston. <laughs> um, I skipped that match. I also skipped the deletion match. I didn't know that was a a cinematic match. I thought it was just gonna have a regular match, and I was fast forwarding. And when I stopped. It looked like Matt Hardy was literally trying to kill Sammy Guevara. Did you see like the he, ending of that match? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It I saw like the he last like, three minutes. And goodbye, Sammy. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams, sweet prince. It's gone. Also, um, was he like, I don't want to say he was trying to hurt him, but, you know, we watch wrestling. When you hit somebody with a chair, you turn the smooth part of the chair towards him. He purposely turned. Receipts had to be paid, bro. Receipts, yeah, had to I be paid. So. Um, so I sk- those are the two matches. So I you, did you, 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 you skipped watching him. Yeah, I didn't. So watch you him. didn't I, see who showed up in the match, or you didn't see that? I saw Hurricane and Gangrel and all yeah. them, and then I fast forwarded even more, and it was just like well, Hurricane and, showed up, as well as Gregory Helms. They both showed. Oh, up. Oh, both of them showed. Both up. of them showed up. Cool. Gregory oh, Helms got count. Gregory Helms got thrown into the lake of deletion. Oh. They should have got three count to come back then. Right. Um, Stay the Bucks off. And, Can we just the, the Hurricane and the Rock promo program? So one of my good. favorite. One of my yeah. favorite. 
And The uh, Rock let him beat him, too. Yes. The Hurricane beat The Rock. Like, fuck, man. Like, when we talk about the early, like, the 2000s, when, like, the little guys had their opportunity, I love the fact that Hurricane got that moment more than Ron, than Ray Mysterio gained his moment. I will, I'll, I will always love um, Hurricane getting the push and getting the feud and the program with The Rock over Ray Mysterio's moment. Do I know who you are? Yeah, I know who you are. Superhero with a little H on your chest. You the Hamburglar. <laughs> give me a ke- give me a pack of McNuggets, extra French fries. I did like the I did like the gang. I was there for the reason you know, like I fucking I fucking made you. I'm like, oh shit, that's right, that's right. Uh, the Bucks and FTR. The, the Brood. That's right. What's up? The Bucks and FTR. I I skipped. When that match, when they said this match is coming, I fast forwarded for twenty eight minutes. I'm sorry, twenty five minutes. Oh shit! I was like, damn, you, you watched the last thirty seconds. Okay, I fast forward. Well, including entrances and all. Oh god! So yeah, I yeah. saw, I picked it up. Uh, there was still like ten minutes left in the match where they both mm-hmm. started doing every other tag team's moves. I didn't like <sighs> the matches. I don't like the Young Bucks. We I'm notice. not the biggest fan of FTR. I think Matt Jackson, I've said this a million times, is so much better than Nick Jackson. Well, Nick you, Jackson if you does would, all the flips. So here's, you didn't watch it. If you would have watched the match and listened to commentary, they had a lot of commentary going on the the Matt Jackson going solo, Matt Jackson having a run, Matt Jackson doing his own thing. Um, they, they, were, they were pointing that perspective out a lot during that match. Mm. I just... There's something about Nick Jackson I just don't. And now he looks he looks old now. Like his body's a little like weird looking well, now. Fucking, I mean they're fucking in the th- I mean he's only 31. Matt's 35. No, but him and Matt if you stand all right, if you go back and watch full gear. He's got the he's got them, the Matt Hardy to the Jeff Hardy body. Like the, the Jeff Hardy doesn't didn't look beat up like that where Matt Hardy was like, oh fuck, where's the guy's cane at? Like that motherfucker. No, looks- no, no. I'm not saying he looks beat up. I'm saying his. It almost looks like you remember they were trying to be heavyweights in New Japan, yeah, to move divisions. It almost looks like Matt is still lifting weights, and Nick Jackson just like fuck it, we're in quarantine. Like he's lost all his muscle mass, and he looks like he's got the the skinny dad bod type thing going. I don't. It just looks different. I, I probably just don't like the guy, so I'm like I'd like to be skinny like he is, but I'm not. But still, compared to his brother, he doesn't look as pro wrestler. Well, the, they, they've always been like that, though. Nick's always been the the bulkier one. Same like what I'm saying. Like Nick, like Matt Hardy was always the bulkier one of the Hardys. But now Matt is bigger Jackson. Like Matt's more. No, that's muscular what I'm saying. Matt's and, always been the bigger Jackson. Okay, you said Nick. That's why I was I was asking. Um, but anyway, the match <clears throat> towards the end. The storytelling was good, which a lot of people won't give the Young Bucks credit for. I'll say when they need to, they do it. Um, it's very ironic that FTR loses by literally doing a flip when their thing is no flips, just fist. And this motherfucker jumped on the springboard, did a flip and missed. So maybe he shouldn't have did that. But here's the thing, like we talked about earlier. The Young Bucks do 75 super kicks in a match. They beat. They won this match with a super kick. After both teams kicked out of every fucking tag team finisher in the history of wrestling. And then a super kick with no shoes on wins the match. I didn't like that. I mean, The I Rock takes like the, his elbow pad off to hit the elbow. So, 
you know, maybe it hits harder. Or maybe maybe FTR just sucks. I'm not going to say that. I will. Because fuck the revival. Fuck FTR. You, they are you no really longer You want to know why I like Matt Jackson better than Nick Jackson? You see them Jordans he had on? <laughs> My boy's out there in some J's <laughs> with a bad ankle. Them J11s, those was dope. And then FTR just took them off and threw them. You know, but speaking it, of J's, we talked about this last week. All right. Talk about Scorpio Sky getting a fucking feud and being on Dynamite. That motherfucker was a no-show on Wednesday night. Like, they didn't have him on Wednesday night. Like, the like AEW is very... We talk about WWE and how they just, like, pass over storylines or just randomly end them. AEW gives you a glimpse and teases storylines and never gives you anything about it. And that's that's what I don't like. You know what I mean? It's like I was expecting this Wednesday to see more Scorpio Sky, and we didn't. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back. We'll finish talking about AEW Full Gear on Boot to the Face episode one twelve. Welcome back, Boot to the Face episode one twelve. We're talking AEW Full Gear. And we had a title change last night after, or I'm sorry, the first title change of the night. Cody Rhodes loses his TNT championship to Darby Allen. Um, how'd you enjoy this match, Marty, and the finish? Not the finish, the result of it. Did you think Darby had a shot to pull it off? or I wanted him to, uh, and I really wanted to pick him to win. But the way things have been going, I was like, you know what? As much as I want him to win, which I think he's going to win, I feel like they're just going to say, fuck it. And they're just going to leave that shit on Cody. And then it's going to go to the next person. Um, so I was surprised that they pulled the trigger and let him have the title. I'm not disappointed about it. I like it. I'm glad he I'm glad he won it. And I hope that Cody's out of the TNT picture now. And I hope that they use this as a jumping off point to put other talent over. And I think Darby Allen could be that guy who helps build up that mid-tier talent. You know what I mean? Like, just the match with him him and Cassidy or uh, or just, any, you know, anybody else. Like, it's guys who should be making the jump from Dark to, to Dynamite and going for that TNT title. I think Darby's a great a great guy to have that and be that face where, where Cody's not. We've talked about it last week and the week before that. Cody Cody's not a mid-tier guy. That's, he's not. So... It, there's no reason for him. It's like everybody who's fighting him is an underdog. Where everyone fighting Darby, it, it's like, oh, well, Eddie, you know, he's beatable. You right. know what I mean? If that makes sense. Right. Uh, it's You know, if you put the fucking title on Steve Austin, the, and it's like, you put the U.S. title on Steve Austin, and like, all right, we're going to bring up all the guys from NXT to fight Steve Austin for the, for the U.S. title. Okay, I'm just going to fast forward that match. You know what I mean? So I think this. I think it's good. I think it's a good move. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed out of this was Cody came out with like seventy-five people. Right. <laughs> this this drove me this drove me absolutely fucking crazy. I mean, I didn't throw anything at my TV like wrestling fans would, but it just made no logical sense. He comes out with the Nightmare Family. There's you know, literally ten people came out to the ring with him. After the match is over, they get attacked by Brian Cage 
and Ricky Starks. Fuck. And they're getting the shit kicked Fuck. out of Fuck, Brian. You know what? Fuck Taz. I love right, Ki- but- I love Taz on commentary. I'm sorry. I know this right. is off tangent. But fuck Taz and the mic in the middle of the ring. Like, just fuck him. Like, he annoys the hell out of me. Always has. 30 years now. Motherfucker annoys the shit out of me. So here's what what annoyed me. I can understand if nobody comes out to help Cody. Like, maybe they're all in the back and they got something else. They're doing something else. Like, of course they're not going to watch their meal tickets match. Why would they be paying attention to the monitor when he's defending the title, right? So... Okay, fine. I'll believe that. They're not going to come help him. Well, then, after Will Hobbs comes out and stops Darby Allen's arm getting broken, they say, let's go backstage to Dasha, who's standing by with QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. Like, the same fucking segment. Cody's literally getting attacked by two people, and they're just backstage waiting for their interview time to start. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that was such awful placement and made... Absolutely zero sense, and I'm really mad that Cody didn't turn heel on Darby Allen. But clearly, there was a reason why, so they could come out and attack him. And I'm not much of a fan of Cody like bowing down to Darby Allen either. Like I didn't like that at all. No, that was a, that was yeah. I didn't, I didn't care for that at all. And then Darby taking so long to fucking accept the it. title, and Cody's just sitting there on his knee like, all right, motherfucker, like. I'm trying to show respect. Now you're making me look stupid. Like, take the fucking belt. Yeah, you're making now, me I, look I, like a bitch. Like, just did, fucking take I, it. I did like Taz's line. Like, I would tell you to act like you've been there before, but you never have. <laughs> that was good shit. <laughs> um, moving on, Jericho and MJF. Another match I kind of sped right through to get to the end of it. Um, good shit at the end of it, though. Like, I, I like the ending sequence of it. With MJF winning via the roll-up and the distraction of the Eddie Guerrero move. Uh, are you excited about MJF being in the inner circle? Um, I I am. Because I I feel like this is going to be a turn on MJF. This is all going to backfire MJF at the end. Really? Uh, I'm on the other side. Like, I felt at first, like, Jericho, this was going to be Jericho's way out. Um, I don't know, man. I just... You know, every, every, you know, I've mentioned multiple times. Jericho is one of my favorites, man. He's in top three. I just, I, I know he's there for a reason, and it just sucks when he gets between these motherfuckers over who I can't stand. You know, I just can't fucking stand MJF. It's not even the fact he's a heel. It's not even the fact of whatever. It's just seeing his face just makes me hate the guy. Like his face just makes me hate the guy. Like I know it's shallow as hell, but fuck this guy. Uh, everything about him annoys me. Um. I just i i want i want Warlow to come out of this feud to be the i want I'm tired of Warlow being this guy who's a little bitch. Like, come on, he could fucking squash that little prick in a heartbeat. Fucking show us something, you know what I mean? It just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm on the other side. I think I think this is lining up perfectly for what I said a couple weeks ago. I think before we get to Revolution in February, which they announced last night, um. I think MJF will be the leader of the inner circle and Jericho will be out. Whether or not Guevara will still be in it, I don't know because them two kind of don't like each other. But Guevara's dead, think... man. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think MJF will be the leader of the inner circle by the time they get to the next pay per view. Um, and then you had the main event, Moxley and your boy, your favorite wrestler, 
<laughs> out there looking like a big ass bottle of Sprite last night, a little two liter. Uh, Eddie Kingston, what was up with that outfit he was wearing? You didn't like that? I can't, you he know, like you one know of, Eddie, he like Eddie this, Kingston. No, look, I know people love the motherfucker. Look like Eddie like Kingston. Street Profits like stepbrother. <laughs> Hey Dawkins! Hey Dawkins! Can I but can I can I borrow? He basically can I borrow your 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 one your uh, singlet? Yeah, cause just uh change it up a little bit so you don't so it doesn't look like a coppin. Just change it up a little bit. Mom said you can't be a wrestler unless you take me with you. <laughs> it's like fuck. Here, take my gear. Oh shit! <laughs> Eddie, you know Eddie? He just he just looks like a douche. Like not even his his character. Just his he just looks like a douche. Um and. He reminds me of the guys that grew up around, you know, go to the park, family members. That was always like the dumbass who, when he got drunk, would just talk shit and and, and like try to cause issues and fights with everybody because he's a fucking idiot until he got his ass laid out uh, at every fucking event. Every time I see Eddie Kingston, that's what I see and that's what I picture. I'm like, this is just a drug motherfucker who's always at the park who's just talking shit until somebody knocks his ass down. And he just he just irritates the fuck out of me. Well, I tell you what. As much as you don't like Eddie Kingston, and as much as people do like Eddie Kingston, he main event in a fucking pay per view for AEW. Like that was a big deal last night. There's there's wrestlers that have been on their roster since day one that have been in way lesser spots than what he was in. So that was a big spotlight on him last night, and I thought. The match for what it was, I thought he delivered. Like I thought it was a good he, match. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I thought it was a good match. Um, I didn't think he had a shot in hell of winning. No, not like, even close. I thought, I thought the exact point of that match was for exactly what happened at the end was for Omega to come out and be like, "Yeah, cool, you won a fucking barbed wire match or I quit match or whatever. We ain't gonna be doing that shit with me and you fight. It's gonna be a regular fucking well, wrestling match." If you don't remember last year, Full Gear, they had that. Falls yeah. count anywhere, bullshit ass match. Right. That was a pretty awesome match, actually. Um, yeah, but and that's, that's not what's gonna. That's it, yeah. It's like we're this, we're gonna do this shit. This is gonna be a fucking barn burner. We're gonna we're gonna put on a clinic in this bitch. I'm actually excited to see that because I I I am an Omega fan. I know you're not, but I am. Um, I like I like I, I love uh, Moxley. Uh, so I think that it's gonna. Re- I think that this is going to be a match that is going to bring. Omega back to prominence of what we know Omega as. He's already on the route that way. We've already been seeing more of the cleaner. Um, I think that we're going to, I think we're going to, after this match, whether win or lose, I'm not going to go that route yet. I think win or lose, I think Omega gets back to that premier spot. And I think that being that match with Omega, I think we're going to get a, a new level of Moxley also. I just don't want Omega to be the guy to beat Moxley. Moxley's undefeated. I would have rather MJF beat him. Omega's already a made guy. Um, Adam Page is going to cost him the match. That'd be great, but I think I think at the end of Revolution, you'll have the elite standing there with the three major titles and or the two major titles in the company, the tag titles and the world title, and you may have Cody and his new stable. Standing in the background looking on. By the way, real quick. At the end of the tag match, Hangman Page was in the tunnel. And the commentators like didn't even say anything about it. Tony Schiavone tried to. And they just sped right by it. And then 
Like they never said anything. I think, um, what the fuck is his name with the mask? Um, Excalibur. I think he tried to, and he said the wrong name. Mm. Is what I think happened, but they never went back to it, and the camera never actually went to it. But you saw Hangman standing in the tunnel with a drink in his hand, just kind of looking like, "What the fuck?" But hopefully, that's leading to something. Um, it might be Moxley. The fact that he lost, that they lost, and he lost that night, and they won, that might lead somewhere. Hopefully. I just, ho- I just hope it doesn't lead to him being like their bitch. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, guys. I just want to be back. I'm telling I- you, they talked about the four horsemen. Or the four people or whatever with Cody. I'd rather Hangman was in it than anybody. Me, me too. 100%. And Cody fucking told anybody who would listen when they were in ROH about how Hangman is the next big thing in wrestling and how he loves him and Hangman was always at his house and shit like that. Hey, we... Cody lost his title. Paige lost his match. There's nothing saying that Paige and, and Cody don't don't team up. Maybe not not necessarily tag team wise, but like join up and like just be together. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel like if they do that, Cody needs to get rid of the fucking Nightmare family. He can't be a part of the Nightmare family. Give yep. that shit to Brandy. Give that shit to Dustin, and just fucking move on. And then him and him and Adam start something different with Sean Spears. Yeah, dude, that'd be fucking awesome. Have totally beat up Arn, kick Arn out of it. Yeah, I can't. I, I mean, I I see it. it that makes him a heel faction, but yeah, because I can't fucking stand Tully right now. I'd rather Arn being around, but whatever. We're gonna take Arn, our final Arn, break. Arn, Arn took a fucking hit last night. His ass was on the ground. He didn't take anything. Ricky Starks <laughs> walked over there and pushed him down, <laughs> and he Ricky fell Starks. over like that. He fell over like that. Like, help! I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> my, my life alert is not working. <laughs> That's why I like Tully, Mark. Tully, Tully can still take a bump if he needs to. Oh, uh, that's um, funny. We come back. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more, and we'll wrap up the show here on Boots of the Face, episode one twelve. Welcome back, Boots of the Face. Um, let's hit some stuff real quick. Apparently, the Undertaker is going to be at Survivor Series. Yes, sir. I really don't give a fuck. I'm sick of the Undertaker. Just let the guy be on the WWE Network. Like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm over it. He retired. He had a special. He had his little fake-ass Michael Jordan special. And now they're doing 30 Days of the Undertaker. Like, And now he's coming back at Survivor. Like, come on, man. The dude can barely walk. I mean, you know. Well, first they were talking about that he's just going to be there. The farewell. Now there's rumors that there's going to be a match. Oh my god, no. 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 And it's gonna be Bray Wyatt or the fiend that sends him away for good. Let's talk about people that actually can <laughs> wrestle. Okay. Let's go. Let's talk about people that actually can wrestle. The new day in the hurt business. Oh man. Give me more, give me more. Yes, and sir. Business is booming. I uh, <laughs> You know me. I like picking all my black wrestlers. Like, who the fuck am I supposed to cheer for in this? The New Day's got that cachet. You know, they got that history. But I was a fan of Sheldon Benjamin way before I was a fan of fucking Kofi Kingston. And Lashley. Like, those are my guys back in the day. But now, you got the New Day coming along. It's like, I can't cheer for anybody. I just got to sit back and fucking watch this greatness. Because that was a good match on Monday Night Raw. And Shelton? 
when motivated and they give him something to actually do, this dude is still so fucking good. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Benjamin at all. What? Um, or Bob at all. So when it comes to these two, this makes this shit real fucking easy. Especially when the fact that I cannot stand MVP's ass. Um, put it this way. I'm about about to get heat right now. MVP is the Eddie Kingston of the WWE. Um... Give me New Day all day, every day. Give me more of the New Day and Hurt Business. I'm down for that. New Day Hurt Business, New Day Street Profits. Give me New Day all the time. I can fuck. I don't fucking care. Um, yeah, I, They better not lose these titles to them. That's all I'm saying. You just... I don't, I don't even want to talk wrestling anymore. <laughs> I'm done for the week. I told you, told you I was going to about to finish that shit off. Right? Yeah, okay. I'm done for the week. That's why the Packers got their ass kicked. Whoa, whoa. You know what? I was like, I hope that the Cowboys beat the Steelers today. I hope they do. And Oh, you get ready up. for it. Get so, ready for it. I'm now, calling it now, now. Fuck the Cowboys, man. I'm fuck calling it the now. the Cowboys. The fourth fourth starting quarterback we've I don't even know who the fuck Garrett Gilbert is. We're gonna beat the Steelers today. They're seven and Garrett 0. Gilbert is Jason Garrett is Jason Garrett in a, in a uniform. They're coming to Dallas. They're seven and zero. They're riding high. They're laughing. <laughs> we gotta go to Dallas. Oh, we're just gonna walk in and whoop that upset special. Bank on it. Cowboys win. We're right back in the thick of things. <laughs> you know, I that's so sad. You, Three wins. All, we're right back in the thick of things. Hey Here man, we go. it is what it is. All year long, I've been honest and I've been, I've, you know, they've been injured. I really haven't expected them to do much, um, especially the last, like, three, four weeks. And I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. I just got this feeling that they're going to upset Pittsburgh tonight. And it's going to be so much fun on social media. I feel like it's going to be very quiet come the third quarter. That's fine. I'm I'm not like I'm not your normal fan though like some people that just keep thinking oh well, my team's still better and man this leave is, JP like, alone leave <laughs> I'm JP honest. leave Barry like, alone I know we're injured and we're banged up and blah 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 but I don't know I just feel like you see this type of shit in football all the time when there's just like a juggernaut coming through and another team with nothing to fucking lose. And go for it on fourth down. Go for two. Fucking the hell with field goals. The whole nine. Just fucking go get them. The problem is, the win. problem is, your coach doesn't play that way. Marty, get some shout outs. Let's get the fuck out of here. You're getting <laughs> on my nerves. You talk bad about my Cowboys. You talk bad about Shelton Benjamin. Like, we got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, I got some shout outs this week. Um, give a shout out to Taco Manny J over there. Uh, J Dog. Having a little call the other day. That was fun getting on there and talking to everybody. Uh, I haven't talked to you, um, talked to everybody in a while. Uh, just with, with life, I haven't been able to get on the call with you guys. Um, so seeing Mike Farrell, Chaos Theory there, JP from um, Irish Whip. Haven't talked to JP in forever, so that was fun, even though he was talking shit. Um, but it's always fun talking to JP. Uh, and then uh, give a shout out to Brian Sanders. Um, I, he's always on, he follows us and uh, always on Instagram. Always uh, hitting me up and, and talking is always a fun time, uh, especially when he sends me stuff, you know, like Cowboys memes. It's hilarious, actually. 
Oh man, he sent me that when I posted the other day, and the first response I got, I'm like, I'm gonna post this shit right now. I don't know, I can't wait to see the first response I get, and I got a response back. Fuck off. And I'm like, that's right, that's that's what I wanted. That's all I wanted. Um, so no, he's it's always fun talking. He always sends stuff. Um, but uh, that those are my shouts for this week, man. Um, all the people at FPC, obviously. Uh, the female demo. Tara, Sheena, Tata, Karen, Michelle, and Joe. I put Joe in the female demo because he's a bitch. He'll never hear this though, so it won't really matter. Um, <laughs> our boy Aaron Admire, uh, Robert Greer. We always leave Robert Greer out because we name yeah. Robert Custis. We do. Robert Greer. Um, shout out to him up in Canada. Canada. Uh, Adrian Ruiz, our boy Robert Custis, EJ Gre- EJ Green, EJ Reed. Um, who am I leaving out? I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. Mickey James, how you Katrina? You know who we haven't shouted out in a while? Miss Santana Garrett, who's been hitting it on all aspects. <laughs> you said aspects. Asp. Was that one word or two? Um. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> She's got points of articulation like a motherfucker if she had an action figure. Oh. Yeah, that that's an action figure they should be making. But yeah, that's it. We're going to get out of here before Marty tries to get me in trouble by saying something I shouldn't say. This has been episode 112, Peaches and Cream. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. Peace. Later.